Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Stacy McEwen, author of the new novel, Ledge, the Glacian Trilogy, Book One. Author Raven Kennedy wrote about Ledge. This book is immediately gripping. I was invested every step of the way and loved the visceral world of the Ledge. The cold might not be alive, but these characters definitely jump off the page and the enemies-to-lovers romance hit all the right spots. Stacy's debut novel is a triumph for all fantasy lovers, and I can't wait to see where this series goes. Stacy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, if someone listening hasn't yet heard about your new novel, Ledge, the Glacian Trilogy, book one, how would you describe the novel? Rule. Okay, let's jump in. I'm going to try and keep this to under 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> it's a, I always tell people it's a romantic fantasy, which is my favorite genre of all, but it follows a woman named Dawson who's a prisoner in an icy mountain civilization that I have called The Ledge. Um, and there's no escape from the ledge because on one side is sheer mountain face and on the other is this great uncrossable chasm. And uh, the people on the ledge uh, don't know why they're there or why they've been kept alive uh, on the ledge, but they do know how they came to be there. 50 years previously, these great uh, mountain creatures named glacians descended the mountain, uh, tore through their village and herded people up the mountain, flew them over the chasm and dropped them on the ledge. And they seem to have a vested interest in keeping these people alive. They drop supplies and rations onto the ledge. And in return, they have a tendency of selecting or culling people by taking them from the ledge, flying them over the chasm, and those people are never seen again. Uh, so our story follows Dawson, uh, who's an axe wielder. She's also the sole member remaining in her family. She's so far avoided that culling I was speaking of. But uh, the story picks up when her luck runs out and she, in fact, is, in fact, picked up from the ledge taken over the chasm. And over there, she learns what on earth is going on. That's amazing. I'm curious. Do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write Ledge? Uh, less an impetus and more just a nonsensical string of thought that eventually wove together. But I know that I did have um, an interest in writing some kind of survival of the wilderness story. Um, because that story idea really intrigued me and I'd read quite a few of them before and it was always really gripping to me. But it's always fascinating thinking about humans and uh, like the length, the limits um, and the things that they will do to survive a really harsh, hostile environment. So I think that was sort of uh, my original idea. And as all of my story ideas do, they, it eventually turns into a fantasy, um, whether I want it to or not. Uh, as it did here. So I think that was the original idea. That's great. Well, if um, someone listening isn't aware, you're a very you're very popular on TikTok where you create videos about books and reading. And I'm curious, when you started filming videos about books that you were reading, were you also writing stories and fiction already, or did that come later? Yeah, I was. I've been writing... Um, Pretty much since I left high school, I think, I just, uh, at this point, I had sort of lost faith in the idea of ever becoming a published author, but I certainly wrote for fun. Um, I started on social media as a book influencer, as they call them, um, but I, I didn't know that was a thing before, and I think I was scrolling through 
uh, Instagram and TikTok and the like during the pandemic when I was at home and insufferably bored. And I came across people who were discussing books and uh, they seemed to be getting a lot of free books and that appealed to me. So <laughs> I um Hmm, as I a book I podcaster, I don't know what you mean. Yes, you do. Uh, I, um, yeah, that really appealed to me. So I, I was sitting there bored at home and I thought I know enough about books that I could make content myself. And um, as most people know by now, I'm not particularly camera shy. So um, I gave it a crack and lo and behold, developed a following out of nowhere. It wasn't until, until I hit around, um, I think it was around 15,000 followers that my husband actually said to me, you, you should try and write a story for these people that are following you. And um, he's the real brains of the family, I guess. But yeah, I, so from there, that's where Ledge was sort of born. That's great. And I'm curious, um, because I'll be honest, uh, I, I look at a lot of social media and it's primarily, um, well, I'm a big, uh, I read a lot on Reddit and I use Instagram and I have not kind of um, dove into TikTok, except I, I do upload some, uh, some weightlifting and workout videos. But I'm curious, when you um, uploaded your first several TikTok videos about books, were you, did you immediately find an audience or did you have to actively try to build an audience? Uh, it was, for the most part, it was quite immediate. Um, I posted a couple of, you know, very embarrassing lip syncing videos that were book related mm -hmm. and not surprised, surprising they didn't get any views at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I was completely unbothered by it. Um, if no one's seeing it, then there's nothing to be embarrassed about. And um, that was sort of my mindset from the start. So um, I posted a few more simply because it was really fun. And um, by then I'd sort of uh, made a couple of friends in that little online community just by engaging in other people's videos. And um, I got a bit braver and I posted a TikTok where I was using my own voice and it wasn't just some silly audio that I'd adapted to make sense with a book. And um, I think in that first sort of video that went really well, I was making fun of uh, new adult romance, which was a genre that I'd, I'd read at length as a teenager and talking about the, you know, just the funny cliches and tropes that you find in, in romance in general. And um, I went to bed that night after posting it and woke up in the morning to uh, a few hundred thousand views, which was shocking. Um, and my inbox kind of overflowing with comments. And I was positive that I would open up that comment section and would just be filled with absolutely irate authors just getting very angry that I'd made fun of their genre. And it sort of was filled with authors, but they were kind of championing it and, you know, adding their own banter and their own ideas. And, um, and it was wonderful. And, of course, other readers were commenting too. And, um, it, yeah, and it was just so much fun that I, I sort of kept going on that track once I realized that people actually didn't mind me uh, using my own ideas and, and just basically talking nonsense. Uh, <laughs> I'm still shocked to how I got to this point where I've got many more followers now. Um, but I'm very grateful. It was a very happy mistake. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? 
We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And as we're sitting here talking about this, I guess we should give listeners, what is your, your TikTok um, ID or handle or username? So my TikTok and Instagram handle is the same. It's at Stace Bookspace, which I know is the, probably the cringiest handle that I could have come up with, but um, it was the first one that TikTok suggested to me. So that's the one that I went with. <laughs> um, yes. And on Twitter, I'm McEwen underscore Stacey. Got it. Well, what was your writing process like as you were writing Leds? Did you outline the novel extensively or did you just dive into the narrative? I did. I'm a serial plotter. Uh, so my office was sort of filled with, you know, chapter outlines and um, hand-drawn maps and spreadsheets of character details and the like. Uh, and it's really not until I am very, very confident in the trajectory of the story that I start writing it all. And it uh, changed a lot along the way, um, as it always tends to. It sort of evolves. And that's sort of my favorite part of writing is doing all that planning and then finding where the story still surprises you and sort of leaning into that. So that's sort of my um, writing process for any book that I've previously written, including Ledge. Do you think that you will ever go back to some of the earlier things that you worked on and try to work, uh, edit those and get those published as well? Oh, absolutely not, Jeff. They will never see the light of day. Um, I will take them to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you working on another novel now? Well, we're in uh, edits for book two in the trilogy. Um, I've got a, another book that I've outlined that I'd really love to get to. I outlined that book shortly before I began writing Ledge, um, and then Ledge creeped into my mind and took hold and I had to write that first. But I would really like to go back to that other idea that I outlined previously. So I'm sort of thinking that perhaps I'll take a break in between book two and book three in the trilogy to um, maybe smash out another one. I don't know if that's too ambitious or adventurous, but um, we'll see. Let's see if I have a meltdown. <laughs> well, I'm curious, as you started working on Ledge and, and getting it ready for publication, did your popularity on TikTok help you in the publication process of finding a publisher and an agent? Oh, absolutely. It's completely responsible for it, for sure. It's um, quite a huge privilege. It's been a massive like little step up into that industry. Um, I mean, previously I had queried agents, not for Ledge, but for previous mm -hmm. books when right. I was um, a bit younger, um, those terrible books that I, I burned. And um, 
and was not successful. Um, and like I said, had kind of lost faith in the idea that I would be a, a published author. Um, it's only because of the the TikTok side of things that I was noticed at all. That's how my literary agent found me. She came across my TikTok where I was um, sort of pitching the idea of Wedge online. And, uh, and she popped up into my emails um, as well as a couple of publishing houses that, although I was an agent at that time, were um, sending me sending me an email and asking me to read the book and um, keeping in mind they have no idea who I am. They've got no idea whether or not I can write and there's Mm -hmm. nothing that they can find online that I've written previously. (laughs) Um, And I think that attests to how sort of acquisitions in the publishing industry has changed just drastically since maybe even since the pandemic, but beforehand as well, just with the rise of social media and how powerful that marketing tool is. Well, I'm curious, uh, we keep talking about TikTok. Are there other book influencer TikTokers that you would want to give a shout out to? Oh, absolutely. So my favorites are uh, at Hannah Nicole May, uh, at Caven Books, uh, who else? At author Amber Nicole. Um, I love her a lot. Um, oh gosh, I'm going to draw a blank and leave someone out and that's going to really upset me. At Maggie Maybe Reading is fantastic and at um, Samantha Ferrand as well. Um, she's known as uh, Literary Libra on BookTok as well. They're my absolute favorite accounts. That's great. Well, I'm curious, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories or novels? Um, I think something really interesting I learned in this very strange uh, process that I embarked on, having doing that, like the social media stuff and the writing at the same time, was that I found myself listening all too often to uh, small pieces of public opinion with little things like book tropes that people prefer, um, genres that people prefer, even something as small as the type of tense people prefer to read. <laughs> um, and I really did myself a lot of damage with that. I think I, um, I placed a lot of importance on the idea of pleasing absolutely everyone that might come across my book, which as anyone who has ever written anything or made any kind of art knows is not a possibility. Um, so if you're venturing out on that writing journey, I think something really important that I've learned on this one is to sort of put your blinders on and write from the heart, as cliche as that sound, and write the book that you want to read. That's great. Well, what novels have you read um, in the last several years that you enjoyed and are passionate about? Uh, I just finished a duology um, called The Quest for Heroes, and it's written by an author called uh, Stephen Arian, and I think the fir- the first one's called The Coward, the second one's called The Warrior, and that's a fantastic fantasy duology. It's such a comfort read for me. Um, I also read The Circus Infinite by Khan Wong, which is a this awesome queer uh, sci-fi, um, and it's about a space circus. And I don't know if you've ever considered reading a book about aliens and politics, <laughs> but I didn't know I needed those two things put together in a book until recently. And I'm very glad that I discovered it. Um, and I'm and just an enduring fan of, uh, the Wrath and the Dawn, uh, duology as well by Renee Deer. They're sort of my, my favorite series that I've read in the last couple of years. That's great. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your new novel, Ledge? 
uh, they can go to my website at stacymcewanbooks.com. Otherwise, you can come and find me on TikTok or Instagram over there. I'm at Stace Bookspace. Wonderful. Well, again, we've been sta- we've been speaking with Stacy McEwen, author of the novel Ledge, the Glacian Trilogy, Book One. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And if you want to hear what Stacy has to say about books and reading and writing, check out her TikTok. And Stacy, thanks for doing this interview. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. This was great. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.